Welcome back. Welcome back. The Racing Addicts? The Racing Addicts? No! <laughs> Liberal Tears. Addicts. Welcome back. I'm about to break something. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and I am in an empty studio with a very noisy uh, FaceTime call here as uh, one of our participants is currently driving through Philadelphia. Um, how, how are, uh, let's, well, let's go through everyone who's here. We got uh, Mr. Real David quick, Good. I understand. I'm I'm at a red light and there's a homeless person in a wheelchair in the middle of the road. We're <laughs> off to a great start. This is like welcome to Philly. You just know, yeah, this is all about accurate. Oh, oh I've been God. at that light, dude. I've been at that light before recently, actually. And there's always people there asking for money. I screenshot I went it. To my we got window, this. they started knocking on my window. You better be careful. Oh, this is so good. So we got. <laughs> Looks like Kevin Harvick on the side of the road looking for a win. Hey, buddy, got it. I was just about to make that joke but with Ryan Blaney. (laughs) Oh, no. Ryan Blaney's on the other side. Listen, I've (laughs) given up all hope at this point. This is just, (laughs) this is where the season is. Just accepting defeat. Uh, How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, depressed mostly. Um, I have no idea how we squeaked out a top five today, but I'll take it. Um, That car was junk. The entire race, and somehow at the end, strategy and track position, they found speed, but I'll take it. Um, Corey LaJoy and Blaney were racing for a position in a stage, like for the stage yeah. two finish. I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. I was just the restart, and then we fell back. But That's true. So we also got uh, Mitch here. He is joining uh, from his humble abode studio. In the basement. Uh, the basement, in the basement. And then uh, yeah. from sunny Florida, we got the, well, yeah. okay, from Plus. the blue sky, Florida, <laughs> because it's 8.18 at night since the race just ended. Um, we got Nolan. How you doing, man? Good, good. In fact, actually, it's not very sunny today. If you look closely, you might catch some lightning behind me. We nice. had a couple strikes within, like, a quarter wow. mile here. So That's crazy. Yeah, in fact, that might have been my technical difficulty. My Wi-Fi wasn't working, so. Oh, uh, you're probably right, though. We back, uh, we had, like, the weirdest weather up here today where it would be, like, 90 blue sky sunny and then pure hellfire of rain for 20 minutes and then back to blue sky and sunny. So it was it actually felt like Florida, honestly, because I feel like that's Florida weather in August. There's nothing like Florida and Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's no resemblance. Don't even make that comparison. It's like Florida without the fun. Yeah. Exactly. No. It's like it Florida without the freedom. We're not going to compare Pennsylvania to Florida. It's, we, all a similarity. Know makes, we all know it makes Florida great. It's the birthplace of Ross Chastain. Oh, oh my gosh, that's, that's right. what it is. Yeah, buddy. Well, let's let's kick that shout out right off the bat. I mean, props to Ross Chastain for being in an accident that wasn't his fault. That was it. It was 
This is like. Uh, Are we sure? Isn't it always his fault? Well, it's we, not Jeff Burton. We have not consulted <laughs> Jeff Burton yet. Uh, the jury is still out. But this, just... this this has to be good for him because finally he's not the one that's blamed. Chris Bell wrecked himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. At least that wasn't the highlight of the day. I mean, it's nice to have what two wins now and he's second in playoff points it's kind of nice because he keeps having these weeks where like if he was on the bubble i'd be freaking out because he's like up at the lead he's up in the top five he's running through the field he's qualifies 18th every every race yep. and then he gets up to second and then something happens and uh every week it's nice though because he's got the two wins i get to watch him be consistent and then not finish <laughs> well and be like eh, oh well you yeah know. Well, It'd be nice to get another win to pad the stats, but otherwise, it's kind of nice. It's cushy out here. At, yeah, as somebody whose driver is now completely sitting on the bubble, uh, I can tell you it sucks. So, just yeah, so yeah, just FYI, you're you're uh, you're in good shape. So, <laughs> uh, oh, we lost David for a second there. No, he's there. He's just muted. I just I just muted myself because I'm not rude, Alex. I have proper one line chat etiquette. Are you man, what a guy! This is this is so nice. Yeah. What a bunch of professionals. Mute yourself here. more often, thank you. <laughs> you <should mute> me. <laughs> so, uh, guys, so Kevin Harvick pulled it off today. He broke a what a sixty-five race winless streak. I think it was so so awesome. What would you guys think? It's cool to see. I liked it. Um, I did think Ross and Denny were going to probably be battling for the win if they didn't have those incidents. Um, but it was cool. I mean, I he might be experiencing his last ever uh, cup win, so you don't know. I mean, that's cool. always a possibility. Or, I mean, is this what kicks off the hot streak, like what we saw from Tony Stewart back in uh, 2011? I could see that happening too. So, I mean, either or, I'd be happy with it. Um, it's gonna get interesting these next three weeks. I think uh, I'm shocked they didn't oh throw the gosh. caution there at the end, dude. I know that's crazy. If this were NASCAR a year ago, they for sure would have thrown that caution. Like a I thousand just, percent. I just thought they would because they wanted to, you know, give other people a chance to win. Well, Bubba probably would have wrecked it on the restart. So, Oh, uh, is that who I was referring to? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if they would have had a restart, it would have been a Denny Hamlin show. He, uh, he was just... Thank God it wasn't. Yeah. Thank mm. God. We almost had a Denny. We had a Ty Gibbs win yesterday, which was bad enough. Thank God we avoided a Dennis Hamlin win today. So what? What were your thoughts, Nolan, on the on the Harvick victory or uh, Michigan in general? I was pumped at the Harvick victory once I realized I think he had the car to do it. I was actually really pumped for the playoff implications. I knew that storyline going into it, but I hadn't really invested any time into it for you know obvious reasons. When your guys at the front page of every news paper <laughs> after That's every fair. week you're you're so focused on that i mean my goodness I just remember what happened at the end of last race i mean but and then Carrick, you know he was pissed after that race i mean fuming and then for him to go and win like that you could tell he was pumped i was pumped my mom was pumped it was cool although my mom's actually kind of a martin truex fan these days so she wasn't that pumped she kind of <laughs> wants him this was a bad weekend for her <laughs> Yeah, for you both. Yeah. You're both in the dog in the doghouse right now, man. Hey, shout out to Melody. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I think this means we get uh, brownies or cookies or something this week, right? Uh, isn't that uh, usually I'm a harvest victory? Something, something. Uh, I'm expect, 
definitely expecting something. So and maybe, maybe just maybe some uh, bites of cookies or that upside down thing she made that one time that was really good. Oh, that might yeah. be what it takes to get me in studio after a three month uh, strike. <laughs> I hate this. I, it's you, testing for cookies. Yeah, I mean yeah. whatever it takes. Um, are are you aware where the studio still is, David? Do you know how to get here, or do I need to send MapQuest? I think or? I still have like ten thousand dollars of sitting in there, so I hopefully know how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the number goes up every time. Somebody had to do it. Somebody ha- <laughs> had to do it. So Can't have the PG show. This yeah, fourteen at least. Yeah, we were we were PG last week with Mitch and I, or last month, whenever it was. Um, <laughs> it was. It, we didn't even say a single cuss word, bro. I don't know. It was great. So yeah. I I did zero editing on that episode. I literally trimmed the front, trimmed the back, dropped the intro in, upload. <laughs> that was the best episode. Probably why we had such bad numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's probably true. Probably, hey, but the- you missed your soundboard. Why do you think DBC gets so many clicks? They cuss every five seconds, and it's awesome. <laughs> I love them so much. Listen, I don't, I don't even care. Like that's still the best NASCAR podcast. Hundred percent. It just is. Like, um, I, I mean, you guys are absolutely horrible at this. <laughs> uh, who would have thought that Denny Hamlin would actually be amazing on that? Like, I that hurts a little bit saying, but that episode was phenomenal. I'm becoming a fan. Uh, no, you can't say that, Nolan. Not on the track. You have to have. So much yeah. I can't say <laughs> I know. I know. Ross will I hear you. He's so good for this sport. I actually, I'm really happy. Well, he's the other side of the conflict, right? But like, without right. him, there is no conflict. And honestly, he's a good sport about it. He's sort of a, he's a crybaby. But when I hear him talk on all these shows, actually, it's kind of cool. I wanted to say that actually. I was thinking about that. He keeps showing up on these different shows. He was on Corey's, right? I yeah. think I think dude, I haven't listened to Corey's in a while. Oh man. Yeah, he was on it. And yeah. he was talking about the feud and stuff. And he's really in the limelight these days. But yeah. Uh, he's starting to win me over. I I like him. It's he is a better person off the track, I think, than on the track. Yeah, Cause, I agree. Because he was really good on Dale's show too, like last last month or whenever that was. I thought that was a really good show, which again like hurts inside to even say or think. But I like him on every day, but Sundays basically. <laughs> exactly. We officially well, well, hatred is strong. It. it was so cute watching his daughter come out and hug him right before he got disqualified. For being <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's why he left your mother too. Oh. No. <laughs> Dude, I, I booked it once. It, once there was one lap to go, I was like, "Yep, I'm not watching this." And nope. I got out right away. I was like, "I broke enough." I'm guess. I'm just glad that what looked like was going to be a Toyota show today turned into a Ford show. That that warmed my heart inside and gave me hope for the future. Because man, can't keep a full Ford down. That's right. I think they finished uh, first, fourth, and fifth in the top five. So. That was, uh, I, I'll take it because it was crap. At one point in the race, I was like, this sucks. I'm going to turn it off. And it was just nice to see them actually not be terrible. So what, I mean, what do we think of Michigan? We have a little bit of speed back. Um, what, like on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the Michigan race? Uh, I thought it was good. I, I, I would give it a nine. Um, Dang. Better than- Better, better than Indy Road Course. Oh, way better. 
<laughs> yeah, way better. If you're going to do Indy Road Course, I think we should put the ramps on the back stretch again. <laughs> <laughs> the Mario Karts. <laughs> I think I made it way better. It, I agree. It, it was something. <laughs> what What do you think, Nolan? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, if 5 is average, not like high school scores, because obviously 60% of these fail it, right? So right. I would say it was probably between a 6 and a 7, because I did notice that once a car, like Denny Hamlin, who was really dominant and clearly better than like at least Suarez, probably the one at that one point when they were yeah, absolutely. in stage 2, they were leading. They got stalled out, and it was a real grind to get past people in dirty air. And I really thought that because Michigan was so wide that it would be easy to just pick a lane and dirty air wouldn't be a problem. But it wasn't really the truth. Obviously, there was a lot of blocking lanes just in terms of dirty air. And it made for good strategy. I, I liked it. It actually wasn't a snooze fest. It could have been a lot worse. But I thought it was interesting. I didn't know what to expect going into it. So it wasn't as bad as it, I think it could have been. But I don't think it's as good as it could have been, too. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I don't know if it was the shifting or if I still want more motor. But the more corners, motor. yeah, I think definitely yeah. more motor. Because it, it, I, I felt the same way. Like it, w- it was better than last year. But there was moments that felt like that 550 car again. You know, where the, mm-hmm. the one and the 99 are literally blocking the the 20 and i'm like this is so dumb like the 20 is five tenths faster than both of these cars and he can't do anything and that that was the only moments where i was like ah this sucks but i mean improvement uh i i think i'm i'm gonna rock a seven out of ten but yeah we're we're getting there i you know we we had almost no storylines at all last week so that's why we didn't record because there was absolutely nothing to talk about after that indie <laughs> road course race uh <laughs> Can't even think of any topic. Um, I mean, holy crap! What a, I mean that that's like a one out of ten for me, honestly. If if we're doing the the, the score on Indy Road Course, I, that was it. It felt it was a borderline boring race, followed by almost an embarrassment to the sport. Uh, in in my opinion, I mean, do you guys want to weigh in on on kind of thoughts on on last week since we missed that? Yeah, I, I I was getting kind of annoyed. Like I was like, why are we racing a road course? And after seeing a great truck race on Friday, kind of, and then then watching the Xfinity race on Saturday, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like I mean, the Xfinity race wasn't bad, but I just I don't know. It just uh, it wasn't it for me. I get it was crazy at the end. It was entertaining at the end, but I didn't care for it. So. No, especially well, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, it was definitely funny. Like. I agree with you there, but I, I'd rather have him race at IRP. If I'm being honest. Ross took the long cut there at the end. Your boy. <laughs> oh, that's a whole thing. I've been like worn out on thinking about that one. I know. I don't even want to get into it. Honestly, like I think we've yeah. worn that topic out. Yeah. I will say, of all the things that could be said about it, I feel like they were all fleshed out pretty well in the public. I was worried yeah. that Ross is going to be like absolutely demolished. Uh, like for being that guy but actually a good fair amount of people were like you know what i understand why he did it including drivers i think logano said it even denny hamlin at one point was like i was thinking about doing it so he did it (laughs) i heard that too (laughs) (laughs) so you know when you hear that and dale earnhardt doesn't give him as much black as some of the other guys i'm like okay okay you know 
I don't even have to say anything because I was worried that like I was the only one that saw it after that race. I'm like, oh no, yeah. the whole world hates them already. They're really gonna hate them now. <laughs> it's one more thing. Yeah. But you know, the whole idea that he exploited a loophole to a certain degree, and I don't think he was genuinely trying to trust the track. I think he was just I bet he was surprised when he came out first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well in, <laughs> a little bit. In in his defense, he had no option. Like Cindric made it five wide underneath of him. So it was yeah. just like you Master either should, yeah. yeah. You either chance it or know you're getting wrecked going into the turn, which is what Cindric did, you know, to his teammate again. But you know, it, I, why not? <laughs> it's like a friend of mine, he spots for Brendan Brown. Um he's a friend with one of the guys on the team and he was there spotting for um, Is it TJ Majors? Is your friend TJ Majors? <laughs> we know he's friends, but he works with TJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he uh, spotted for Austin Dillon on that Saturday race, and Austin Dillon did it every single restart. Oh yeah, never got That's never got black flagged and gained ten positions each time, and he never got black flagged for it. Never, they never cared. So Nolan, if I were you, I'd be furious because, well, I mean, he he was, I guess. Reddick was still won the race, but, right? Like Reddick still passed him, but and and I guess because Ross has two wins, it's not really detrimental. But let's say Blamey got penalized for that, even though like other people didn't on Saturday. Say if it was a different driver like Blamey, that would yeah. really hurt his situation. So oh yeah, um, it's just I didn't think it was right to penalize them, but then they ended up penalizing the three in the Cup race. So Austin Dillon's looking around like, huh, you didn't do it to me yesterday, but yeah. you did it to me today. So. Let's just get rid of the road course idea. Yeah, and, we're going to and, Chicago already. That's already a mess. And and let's get rid of opportunity for dumb things like that. You know that. Yeah, I feel like they're. I agree. We knew it was, it's just like the stupid Mario Kart ramps last year. We knew it was going to be an issue going into the race. Like, why wasn't there a clear definition? Uh, even if it's as simple as if you take it, it's a stop and go. Because honestly, it probably still would have been an advantage the way those restarts were going. Like <laughs> you still get an advantage, and you would be legal. I, I, I just think that would have been a way, a way easier option than just not defining it. But no, I, I completely agree. And uh, of course, Blaney got cleaned out again at the end because that's what happens in all of these races. So that was nice. Appreciate that, Austin Cindric for. Driving like an idiot. It was nice. Uh, two out of three Penske cars caused the last two accidents, so that was that was pretty wonderful. But yeah, that was that was a a mess. But uh, IRP on Friday, like killed. I think. I mean, I know this is an unpopular opinion because it's not the legendary track. But if I could vote for one indie track to be on the schedule next year. It ain't going to be at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I'm just saying. No. I agree. I agree, too. I'm not really a fan of the idea of going back to the Oval because think about it. These new cars have a hard time passing at some of the banks tracks like Michigan. Yep. What's going to happen when you... I mean, think about how flat Pocono is and how fast it is. You're going to go to another flat track and you want them to pass with no... Like, there's only one groove in Indy. We can't... There's no highlighting. Right, right, yeah. So what are you going to do? It's... I I just know how that would go. Unless they change the car and fix the dirty air issue with passing. If it's the same package as this year in any way, I think you know what you're getting at this point in the season if you go back to the Oval, and it might be a snooze fest. And that was sort of the problem with the Brickyard towards the end. Well, so absolutely. I don't think you're going to fix it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a track designed for a car that is completely different. You know, it was never designed to have stock cars running on it. So it's just, I think that's why it's always been kind of a, I mean, it's a crown jewel, I guess, because of the name, but the racing has never, in my knowledge, been good there. It's always just been like, eh, they get spread out, someone wins the race by 10 seconds, and that's the end. <laughs> Except for the year that Casey came won that one that they couldn't figure out how to make a restart. That was pretty entertaining, but... Yeah, that was his last win. That was the last time I was oh, celebrating a win. Yeah. That was, that was the last time I enjoyed victory lane. Uh, well, you're still ouch. a Brent Marks fan, so you've had a good year oh, yeah. in the dirt world. Yeah, it's, it's been good there, but <laughs> he's winning everything. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, because I mean, your yeah, your truck guys and everything really haven't been. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, crafting one in Kansas, I think, during the pandemic, so that was cool. That's but... true. Okay, so you got you got that going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm. I am. Uh, I'm Team IRP. Really, I just. I don't know. I, I think that just needs to happen. Um, especially, we saw the first week of the North Wilkesboro Revival this week. Or, yeah, it was two races and two sold-out crowds. On um, a weekday. On a, on a flipping afford, weekday. I don't think they can afford to get it into the schedule. I don't think they can afford not to. I Even if nothing else, even if you didn't take Cup there, say it was just like an Xfinity truck weekend... You know that place would still sell out. Well, I think that'll happen. I just don't think that they can create enough revenue to be able to afford to do it for a cup team. Yeah. No, cup boy will never go there, but it's realistic for trucking train to be IRP, and then we watch a just acknowledge that, okay, the racing is not good at the brickyard, but at least like it's a right. prestige, and we'll just acknowledge that it's a big one. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't want it, but I think that's the way it's going to have to be. Give, give us a good Friday night and Saturday afternoon show, and then we can just tolerate the Sunday afternoon. Like I, I'm a Saturday night show. I think I can realize the Xfinity. Yeah. I'd be nuts. <laughs> well, that's true. Back it, to back. I mean, it was killer for the trucks. You had multiple grooves. Granted, John Hunter Nemechek didn't use it. He just drove through the guy in front of him. Um, mm -hmm. But you had multiple grooves. You had tire wear. You had comers and goers. Like yeah. it, it just it provided everything that we always whine about wanting. It's hard to be, and honestly, I think Iowa Speedway is in the same category. And uh, I don't know why that's not. They're not racing there. I have no idea why. But yeah, I. I oh, keep, that track would be so fun. Oh, yeah, and it, I feel like it races a lot like IRP too. It's kind of that like drive in, run it to the wall sort of. <laughs> uh, it's it's the exact opposite. Same like layout, but one's right. banked and one's flat. Like, right, <laughs> exactly. But it's somehow they race like identically. I watched that IndyCar doubleheader the other weekend, and oh my gosh, that track is so bumpy. It's, it would be so fun to watch mm -hmm. these flat-bottomed oh, yeah. cars go over the bumps of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and, and what was so cool, IndyCar proved something that, that weekend that's worth mentioning is obviously the built-in capacity is not that big for Iowa Speedway. It's never been like an, an elite-level track, but they brought in portable suites, portable grandstands, portable yeah. everything, and then they, they had all sorts of portable setup to handle the capacity. And I did not hear one bad thing about that weekend. Um, I, I think every single person that was there was excited. Every media person I heard talking about it was raving. So, you know, where that excites me is now we see that NASCAR can take this show to these smaller tracks like Nashville Fairgrounds, South Boston, North Wilkesboro, 
Um, you know, even IRP, because even Xfinity, I feel like you're probably going to want a little more something there. Just may, maybe not. But um, I think that's what's really exciting. And, I mean, heck, we're doing this stupid Chicago street course, and everything from that is temporary. So Ugh. I think it opens up so many more options on the schedule um, that, it, that are not the Chicago street course. I, I'm just I'm going to sit back and wait. Because I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm okay with one street course. Yeah. Really, I'm, I'll accept that. But do it once. Um, just do it do once. It, yeah, once a year, no more. Um, but just don't like. I was afraid they're going to get rid of like another inter- intermediate or like um, like if we can get rid of the roval now, like that'd I, I'd be, be nice. okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, the oval is now good there, so it's like I have a, I have a crazy idea. Let's just uh, cut one of the Phoenix races. That too. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, we don't need to go there twice. Well, that's actually a thought I have. I've been thinking about this, where it's like we go to certain tracks twice. You know, there's so many good varieties out there. You know, mm-hmm. in order to spice it up, should we just start going to tracks once a year, even the good ones? Even more because, yeah, mm-hmm. like places like Martinsville and Bristol, they had attendance problems. You know what I mean? So they threw oh, yeah. in a dirt race to make it, you know, kind of gimmicky and get fans or whatever. But like, if you really want people to go to races. Once a year, I guarantee yeah. it. That's what Michigan did. Yeah. Michigan did it. Yep. This, like they used to go twice a year, and now I'm hoping to do. They used to go twice a year, and now and, hoping and it New was Hampshire. like sold out. New Dover, Hampshire, yep. Dover, Dover was packed. Everything was packed, and yeah. Um, it, it especially in the Northeast because everything in the Northeast used to have double shows, like oh, we yeah. said, like New Hampshire, uh, Dover, and Pocono. So now you all got one, so you have to choose. Yeah, you Guys. know. You yeah. go to Texas twice. Why that's, do we do that? That's a whole other issue. I, that all star race needs to be about gone. Money and whose contracts? Who? I hope NASCAR is like you know. I don't need this. Well, they own half the tracks of people in Texas. They own like they're half the problem. Listen, they own North Wilkesboro. I don't. They do. Know. Yeah, that's, but, just but saying. it's like they won't give up Texas because of contract stuff. It's right. like they're never going. They're going to have to keep using it every year, no matter what. Like that's never going to go away because money ties. Even they don't even care about the interest of like yeah. the fans. It's just it's because it's the family, and there's a there's a negotiation between NASCAR. NASCAR owns fifty percent. The the Smith family owns the other half, and we're going well, to Texas every year. So here's the part I'm curious to see about Texas: is we know that Dale Jr. has a lot of pool in the industry, he and does. every time he, he talks, people get nervous. His response <laughs> to Texas Motor Speedway was a bulldozer emoji on Twitter. No, I love I, it. I, I, and he's he's not wrong. So I mean, d- maybe <laughs> we see something. They could. I can't wait till NBC goes there because Fox had the first race and they're like kissing, <laughs> pretending like it's the best facility and the best weekend. I know. And all of us are rolling our eyes. Well, then NBC gets to go there and he's going to be probably leave the broadcast to some degree. I can't wait to hear their I side would, of things. I would yeah. rather them get rid of the Charlotte Roval and then like um, make. Texas into a Roval instead, if that was going to happen. I think I'd rather it, not have either, but... Yeah, I think if you have to have Texas on the schedule, maybe that's the way. Just give them the, the screwed-up race, and then... Just, just accept it. I don't think... It, I don't, it's not a win-win either way. <laughs> no, I, I think I think you could repave Texas and make it at least decent again, because I know they, they screwed it up with some of the malarkey they tried to pull. Um... Yeah, so that that's where you know I don't I don't know if that's 
an option, but I mean, either way, it's big dollars. I mean, I, repaving that facility would probably be huge. Make them turn right dollars. and see what happens. What's that? <laughs> just kidding. It came out of my mouth, and I just remembered every reason why this would never work. I said, make them turn right at Texas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can't do it. They're on the left side of the car, the drivers are. Yeah, exactly. But it, oh, gosh. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's, there might be something there. Um, I don't know. I'm liking the bulldozer idea. That's becoming more and more my favorite. Make it into a short track. Like your yeah, stands are yeah. all in the front anyway. Make it a big, yeah. You could because it's so elevated, so high up. You could just make it this huge dome. Take yep. that, Bristol. <laughs> be <laughs> Bristol 2.0. Yeah. It, it, it's all a better idea than keeping the current one. Um. We're so good at finding one thing that kind of works in NASCAR and then completely oversaturating it. So you can never oversaturate short tracks, in my opinion. Though well, I don't think that's, that's ever a bad idea, even though they usually end in like a wreck fest. But that's that's why people hate each other. And it's great. Oh my gosh, ADD moment. We're looking at the playoff standings and the cutoff and how tight everything is. And I just re remembered that Martinsville is the cutoff race. Yeah. For the championship for holy it's going to be poop. a Denny Ham and Ross situation. It'll be one two. One's going to get in. One's not, and it's going to be electric. I thought you were going to announce the driver. You thought it was. <laughs> oh man! If those two are one and two, there will be a pass to the lead under green flag that race. Because someone's going to lay the bumper. Oh yeah, it's going to get interesting. And honestly, I really, I still don't want Denny Hamlin to win, so I'm rooting for Ross Chastain. <laughs> Can you see it last lap, Ross destroying Denny's chances of winning a championship? Dude, could you, could you imagine the fight? So hard. I would, I, I would love it. I hope, I hope it's a good race. Like yeah, hundred days away, it feels far fetched. Yeah, you're right. A hundred days away, and it feels so far fetched to even think like, oh, that storyline will still be alive then. There's no way, right? Like, what are the chances? It's probably yeah. less than half. But then every week it just keeps coming oh. back up. I texted that to the group. The story just won't die. Yeah, exactly. Like, wall. <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> like every race, they're up there, which actually just goes, it's a testament to how good they are as the drivers, their teams are hitting their stride oh, yeah. at the right time. You guys remember in the first couple of weeks when we thought Denny just fell off a cliff? Right. And, yeah. And then now he's in the playoffs, unfortunately. Who knows? But... That could have still happened to Harvick. You know? It's like he could just hit his stride. Win races. I mean, Harvick has been running top five like the last month. So he just, I mean, Pocono, he was in position to potentially win and he got wrecked in the whole uh, Chastain Hamlin debacle. You know, he got taken out, but he's not far off. Honestly, he's showing way more speed than most of the people that are in the playoffs right now. So uh, the idea of Harvick being le- a legitimate contender, I don't think is even that far off. I-, I don't know that I'm willing to write him in as a championship four yet, but thing eight, is, eight? he should have won at Richmond this year earlier, and that's where they're going next week. So yeah, he's he's kind of a good shot. I mean, if he runs really well at Richmond, then I'm I'm thinking that's where he starts. Yeah, you know, but um, if he runs really poorly next week, then it's like oh, we're back to. Back to square one. Oh, yeah. I believe it was Hamlin that won the first time at Richmond. That was his first time. He shouldn't have, but yeah. yeah. He, he played the strategy perfect, and Martin Shrex did it such a poor job on his last pit stop, timing it. Tire wear was a big deal. It was the only reason why that race was kind of like super analytical. Okay. And because of 
Hamlin just fit at the, the right time that he had such an advantage when, when Martin Truex did it. You know, he ran out of time, literally. And then the, the lap traffic, I remember Eric Amarola let Danny by as Harvick was second. And we were all like, Eric, you're not supposed to move for Denny Hamlin. You're supposed to help Harvick out. I was like, what in the heck? So I, I'm excited for next week. I can't wait. Me too. If I remember correctly, that race didn't have a lot of passing, though, either, did it? No, it didn't. What, it did. We were it getting didn't. worried because it was another short, flat track. Yeah, and it was like the first of those. Like, uh oh, we might have had a dud with this next gen. I know, but the tire wear was on point, so I think it made it better. But that's just what Richmond gives you tire wear. That's all it does. Yeah. It's always been mediocre for the last, yeah, probably the last 10 years. I mean, really, since like they reseal, they just need to reseal it. I was told, they reseal it, and it can use the top, middle, and, and bottom yep. grooves, and it's nuts. And it would be it's a great track again. I, I remember when Richmond was a great short track. I went in 2010. It was my first race ever. And Kyle Busch led like 90% of the laps. And I hated Kyle Busch when I was a kid, like even more. Like I was like, even more than now. Even more like than I hate, like usually hated Denny Hamlin. Like this, I was like so pissed. And then Casey was like five laps down. I was like, Dad, I know you took me my first race, but it sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was cool, but it, 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 the race itself, I was so worked up about it. But I really, I don't remember really any great, great races. Last yeah, I, I think this car, I know Bob Pockers was tweeting, uh, I think it was about a month ago, that they were looking at removing the underbelly pan for Martinsville to try to get rid of some of that downforce. Let's do it. And man, I mean, how great would that be this week if they come out and they're like, oh, by the way, it's gone. I mean, because I'll, I'll take anything to eliminate downforce right now on the short tracks because it's going to make it better. Well, it would have been leaked, I think, by now. The DBC would have you spoke would think. out. Yeah. Maybe they don't. They can't keep their mouth shut. No, they're great. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> they leaked our motorsports the week before <laughs> Moffat left. And yeah, yep. They're leaking the ten on a weekly basis now, and uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. But that man, that because I I think two things: if we could eliminate the shifting, which I think everyone agrees on that. Yeah. Or limit it, like it, remove fifth gear or something. I don't know. Like do something where shifting is at least less of a variable and remove that underbelly. I think Richmond actually has a chance because there's other things in this car that I really like. And I think it, it would really be a good combination. And I think Martinsville and Richmond would both be banging if they could do that. And just, you know, make these things miserable, to, like really miserable to drive. That with tire wear, with everyone nice and pissed off at each other as they are right now, I think it'd be a good combo. So I guess going into this week, so right now, uh, Martin Truex obviously is knocked out of the playoffs. And we're going to Richmond, which is historically one of his best tracks. Do you think this is the week where Martin Truex just comes out like guns a-blazing? JGR's got all their cars locked in. Like, do they pour all their resources into that 19 car and just, like, put all of the clear tape on the front of the nose and just go out and <laughs> and win this race this weekend? I wonder if he did that at Pocono, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> maybe, maybe he just never got caught. I, I would put money that every Toyota at Pocono had the exact same nose. Oh man, they probably took off out of that facility so quick when I found out those other cars were getting stuck. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't be this weekend. I mean, you, they they ran good at the first race. 
And I mean, what else do you have? You have a road course in Daytona, right? I mean, neither one. All, yep. You can't put your eggs in those baskets. Well, MTJ, right? he's really good at walking the line. He kept taking it away from Chase Elliott for those few years. Well, that is that true. was with the old okay. car. That was with the okay. old cars. So Martin Truex has became a road racer. But 10 years ago, I would have said no. <laughs> Martin Truex is not, not road savvy. It. But um, he needs, I think this is the weekend for him I, to, to get it done. I, he has I, to. I think it has to be. I, yep. I, I mean, Watkins Glenn, he, he's decent, but I don't think he's got the mustard. I think if he wants to get into the playoffs, it's going to yeah. happen this weekend. You've you got too many good road racers in this field right now. Yeah, I think outperforming Martin Truex. Oh, yeah. You think about it, like I don't think Blaney's sleeping these next three weeks, like at all. No, he's, not at all. I mean, he, he he Richmond statistically has always been one of his worst tracks. Yep. But recently, he's been decent. Okay. Like yeah. Like top ten, maybe not yeah. winning, but top ten. And then Watkins Glen. I don't think I've ever. I don't even know how good he is there. I haven't really. Um. I mean, doesn't, his name doesn't come in my head when I think, oh, winner's that. Or yeah, close so, to winning. So he's a, a usually like a top seven consistent car at Watkins Glen, but he just doesn't make any noise. So and Daytona, he's a beast. He's a beast at yeah. Daytona. So. so and and honestly, like uh, as a Blaney fan, I had today circled on the calendar because he's always <laughs> fast at Michigan, and so yeah. you know, with them being that far off today, I was just like, "Yep, we're done." <laughs> I have a That's prediction. End of the season. Hit me. I have a prediction about Blaney. I don't know if this is contingent on if Martin Truex does really well at Richmond, but let's just say he does. I think you get to that cutoff race, Daytona, I think that's where you see Ryan Blaney do it. And think about how dominant he and Cindric were oh, yeah. in the opener. You know what I mean? They were there. Like Cindric won. I mean, he could have won. So, I mean, I think you look to Daytona, and I think the pressure will be on at that point. I wouldn't be surprised if he was up there in front all day. I I think you're a hundred percent right. Honestly, uh, it's exciting to think about. It's the first time I have thought about it. You know, like fleshed it out. Like, where do you see Ryan Blaney doing really well? And it's you can see him doing well at Daytona because we did this year. So, I mean, it could come down to the wire. It'd be crazy. And the worst part about it all, you know, who gets kicked from the field if uh, we do get sixteen winners or seventeen different winners? I think Kurt Busch. It right? It would be Kurt Busch. Uh, yeah. Kurt Busch oh, is still yeah. ahead of Denny Hamlin. Just really? put that in perspective. I was just trying to pull that up right now. Yeah. Well, it's not updated yet. So, I mean, this was before Michigan, but like that's how, like, if Denny Hamlin didn't have two wins and Kurt didn't have a concussion, I'm telling you, Denny Hamlin would be sweating. sweating. Ty Gibbs' yeah. points doesn't go towards Kurt Bush's. Yeah, no. I think so. No. Yeah, I remember his points, though. He would Jimmy be Johnson missed point. the Indy Oval in 2020 with COVID. And I think all Gar Geyer filled in for him, and I think he missed the playoffs because of that or something. Yeah, because yeah. something like that. But uh, what do you guys think about Ty Gibbs and Gregson and Hill? You know, out Hill's there a joke. Hill's a freaking <laughs> joke. I don't know why. Everybody's like, "Oh, Hill's going to take over the three next year." I'm like, "Who's who's talking? Who's where do you see that?" I mean, he's, he wins at a super speedway, and everybody thinks he can. He's the greatest guy ever. But um, you know, Gibbs. I made a tweet earlier today. He's ready for cup. Yeah, he's ready Gibbs for cup. The real deal, boys. He's the I real deal. I, 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 we're eating our words. We, we were haters. I don't know. I mean, he's going to win championships. It is what it he is. He's good. Nineteen. He's going to win championship by twenty-one in the cup series, and we're all going to have to deal with this for the next twenty-five years. Uh, I don't want to think about it. I still don't <laughs> like him. I just, I can't. Like, well, you're going to have to deal with him <laughs> for the next twenty years. 
So I figure it out. Grows up quick. I, I think at this point it's no secret. If Kyle Busch does not return to JGR, we know who's in the car. I think that's pretty much decided. I don't think you need Kyle Busch. Honestly, you don't. Really? Like I don't know. think you need him anymore. Joe Gibbs doesn't need him. I don't think. I think Kyle needs Joe Gibbs. I, I think Gene Haas is going to fight a lot harder for him than Joe Gibbs is. I mean, look what Brad did. Went to Roush, right? He's trying to get that program going. Do you think Kyle Busch in the 41 car is going to light it up? I think it's the, <laughs> I think it's the most realistic option. Um, I don't think he's going to go out and win races like five, ten races a year in the 41 car. I just can't. No, that, that's an uphill battle. It. I mean, because yeah. Stuart Haas is still not there. I mean, that no. organization still – I mean, Kevin Harvick's talent is the reason that four car has been where it is. Him, well, him and children. Because Childress is really good too, but uh, yeah, and I did confirm. So ESPN has updated playoff points, and you are correct. Kurt Busch is the very bottom of the list. He's actually behind Austin Cindric now. So Denny, because Denny has multiple wins, he's good regardless. Yeah, and I actually so he, I think Cindric. Well, maybe he's behind everybody now. But prior to that race, he was ahead of three guys: Kurt, Chase Briscoe, and there's someone else. Well, Denny, I guess, but that doesn't count. Yeah, so right now in the playoff standings, of course, Blaney is the last one in in 16th. Above that is Kurt Busch in 15th, Austin Sindrick in 14th, and Chase Briscoe in 13th. And, wow, they were not even close to spelling Suarez correctly. S-U-Y-Y-R-E-Z. Someone just lost their job. I think someone did. Uh, and that's the shame of it, I mean, you know, because really Kurt Busch deserves to be in a whole lot more than Austin Sindrick. Um, yeah, you know it's it's not obviously it was out of his control the whole accident at Pocono. So I think Dave's are you is David at a gas station right now? Yes, I am at a gas station. What's up? <laughs> if you just joined us, Dave has been here. Yeah, <laughs> and waiting for you guys to say something interesting enough to have me comment on it. It's too PG. We've been, been waiting on you. We've been stalling for 20 minutes waiting for you to I say I know, we're trying to tee you up. David, uh, your, your driver made it on TV today, and he wasn't wrecking while he made it on TV. How was that? And it, his paint scheme looked really good, by the way. It did yeah. look really good. His paint scheme was very good. Um, you know, it's nice to know that the reason we're not making the playoffs is because of, uh, of that BS punishment that we got before uh, because we had to fix a part that NASCAR couldn't provide us a new one to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see that Ryan Blaney is probably not going to make the playoffs. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Corey ain't either, so Russ we all can be in the Russ same boat. Yeah. Except for Nolan, he's yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, Russ, uh, Ross, chest stain, uh, <laughs> seems to be doing very well in his, uh, in his journey through the NASCAR uh, field. I mean, you're not wrong. Through them, through them, not necessarily around or past, but through. Um, <laughs> Depends on the week. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, I, I, my allergies are crazy because where we stayed this weekend it was like muddy, musky. But I also want to say that uh, Benny Hamlin didn't wreck Rouse Chastain, so <laughs> he did not. He did not. Uh, I think that's still going to happen. 
Yeah, I, I think Martinsville is where that payback's coming. He's, yeah, he's well, that's where Martin's going to win anyway. So. That's where Truex is going to knock the 12 out of the playoffs, Martinsville. Well, listen, at this point, if either one of them is still in the playoffs by Martinsville, I'll be shocked. I was going to say, is that your prediction? They're going to make it in? Gosh. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think either I, I of think- them are. Dude, Austin Dillon can win next week and throw it all off. You guys both <laughs> we're talking about the 19 and 12, mate. One of them making it, and it could just be some rando. Oh, just, there's, there's exactly a 0% chance of that happening. What's his best all, okay. run this year? Austin, like 27th? Austin Dillon has top five finishes at Richmond. Like, he's actually not too bad there. I'm telling you. it's 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 I, He's a sneaky guy. I would, He gets these random freaking wins, and then he does nothing in the playoffs. But he, he can do it. It can happen. <laughs> And he surprisingly is top 30 in points. I think he's like 18. He is 21st right now. He's behind 21st. Bubba Wallace and Eric Almarola, Eric Jones, and Martin Truex Jr. Eric Jones is working too. He's close today. Honestly, I would put money on Eric Jones over Austin Dillon for sure. I agree. Um, that kind of gives a better shot. Man, Eric Jones is a fast. great, great super speedway racer too. He is. I mean, Daytona. Yeah. Man, Daytona is going to be freaking lit because there's there's some really good drivers that could pull this off. Um, and they're all in the regular points. A lot of them are all ahead of Austin Sindrick and Kurt Busch and Chase Briscoe. So there's quite a few drivers that even if we have six, more than 16 winners could make their way into the playoffs at Daytona, which is insane, which is awesome. Um, it's Daytona. It's Daytoner. Are we all hanging out to watch Daytoner? I think that was a a, a decision to, to go to Mitch's. Yeah, it sounds like fun. I'm definitely down. Mitch, we're coming over for Daytoner, right? We're having a big old party. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I need some water. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> So yeah, we're all going to Mitch's, whether he remembers or not. We're going to show up. We'll let him know. Yeah, we're we're definitely going. We're going to celebrate the uh, twelve car driving into victory lane and securing his spot in the postseason. And unfortunately, oh, kicking out Kurt Busch. My second prediction would be Bubba Wallace because he's good at super speedos. He's man. You know, that's another. Yeah. Real quick, let's sit on that real quick. Another topic that everybody's going to agree with me on. Bubba Wallace showed this year that he belongs in the Cup Series. Yeah. I, today, I saw the best driving out of Bubba Wallace that I've ever seen. He let in his the political PS go. He yep. just shut up and started racing. And I think, I tell you what, I'm not a fan, but I'm not hating as much. Yeah, well, he he showcased a lot of maturity and a lot of talent today, I think. Did you hear his interview after the race? Yeah, I mean that was typical. Which what I mean that's that's him, so I'm okay with say? it. I, I didn't. I've been driving. What do you say? Uh, he was like fighting back tears, but kind of yeah. felt fake. And I hate to say that because I want to like him so bad. Like, yeah, I see him doing well, and I'm like, yes, okay, fine. Like, I, I'm here for it. And then he just acts some kind of way, and I'm just like, come on, dad. Like, like a you walk through the parking lot at the stop rest stop here. Welcome back, Mitch. We're talking about Bubba Wallace. Oh, he's a, a non-driver. Topic. Topic. We're giving him uh, 
actual credit, to be honest. Because yeah, he's he's, he's doing really, really well. well. I wish yeah. he wasn't so hard on himself, but yeah, um, he's yeah he's doing just fine. He's a good race car driver. He deserves his spot. Yeah, my words. I mean, everything I said two years ago about him being overrated, he's good. He's, yeah, he's um, good. I'm. I am uh, pleasantly surprised. I think he's done a really good job, and he's kind of stepped up uh, into the big boy leagues this year. You know, I, I think I think he relied so much on his position for a lot of years to, to kind of move ahead, and I think this year he has really assumed the role and yeah. and and kind of stepped up. and And, and I, I've been really impressed. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. this. This was a, a driver race today. You know, this was not really a fluke race. And and Bubble was up there mixing it up with all of them, so I, that was impressive. Um, and I he, noticed that. I looked at the leaderboard a couple of times, and I was like, you know what? The good drivers are back, baby. Like they're there. Yeah. Like they're all in the top ten. You know, the guys that haven't won necessarily, they're all right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Everybody Eric Jones was strong like, all day. He that qualifies th- well, doesn't he? Uh, it depends. He either qualifies fifth or like twenty fifth. I feel like there's no in between on them for qualifying, but uh, yeah, I mean race time totally showed up. So yeah, no. As far as Michigan goes, it was a good race. I was happy to see all those guys out there. It did seem like the best guys sort of came to the top. So yep, and uh, Team Ford went to victory lane, so I was happy. Halfway through, I was depressed, and by the end, I was happy. So I'll, <laughs> I will take it. That's a that's a solid end to a Sunday. Um, so what, let's get some, uh, way too early champion prediction. Who, who do you think is, is holding that trophy in Phoenix in November? Go ahead, Mitch. (laughs) Uh, okay. So I'll play like a logical scenario. If Ross is in the final four, he wins it. That's. If he's not in the final four, I see it being. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. Dude. I don't. It's everybody's so inconsistent. Oh, absolutely. Whoever was like like Chase isn't even there right now. Like, where was Chase today? He literally was twentieth all day. Like I picked him. It's my fantasy. We'll keep picking him if that's what it takes. <laughs> so, yeah, I still made money, but I was like, "Oh my gosh, if we just done a little better, I would have won like a hundred some like a hundred some dollars. It'd be great." But I don't really know. I mean, I, I could see about a lot of people winning. I, I don't know. I could see I could see the eleven winning the championship. Unfortunately, I, 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 I unfortunately see it, I see it. I could see the one winning. I could see the five winning. I don't see the 22 winning for some reason. I don't know. They're way too off this year. Fords as a whole are way too off. I don't think I don't. What's up? Could you pick a driver? I can't. can't. All right. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. All right. Let let me read you the names that are currently in the playoffs and maybe something will strike. Just read them off and I'll give you a name. All right. We're going to start from the top. We got Chase Elliott. Ross Chastain, Joseph Logano, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, Dennis Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, who is now 10th in points, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick, Kurt Busch, and Ryan Blaney. 
are our current top 16 in the playoff points. I don't see any of them winning it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric 11. Jones for the championship, I'll, ladies and gentlemen. I'll pick, I, I really I can see the, the 11, Penny Hamlin doing it. I mean, yeah. Your player, right? He, he's been the most consistent the last like, two months. Nolan, who you taking? You taking your boy? I'll take a Ross Chastain, baby. He's the <laughs> yeah. best driver of the dip. Watermelon man. Water, watermelon man. If he's in the final four, he wins it. That's so I think scary. it's fair. I think I've seen the most I've seen the most dominance in certain races out of like Kyle Larson and Ross Chastain where it's like, whoa, man, they clearly can come from the back and they go all the way to the front five times in a race. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's actually where they finish, that's another story because that doesn't always happen. But I'll watch sure. a guy. I watch one of those two constantly go from like 18th to first in a stage. And I'm just like, dude, those guys are good. And they don't always have the result to show for it. But I do think that they displayed the most dominance this year. Maybe not the most consistency, although Ross has also had consistency. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would have to, I'm going to pick Ross. I know it's the Homer pick. I genuinely uh-huh. am impressed by him, although he needs to get his act together. He can do this now where he, he keeps having little mishaps yeah. like Pocono and. <laughs> The Mario Kart, the, the Rainbow Road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Rainbow Road. Um, and, you know, finishing a lap down today, even though he had a great car, wasn't actually damaged or anything. There was no excuse. I mean, it's okay, yeah. but once he gets to the playoff time, I've never seen him in the playoffs. I've, well, I've never seen him. Yeah, I, I, this I is his first time. Gonna go. yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to go. So, so. I mean, for him and Trackhouse, this is a very—it's a first time ever, you know. So it's there's a lot of learning curve to get thrown at him. I think it's his, and it's theirs to lose. Not in the sense that it's a—it's a shoe in, but I think right. they have all the talent. I have all the ability. The team's there. They just need to not not get in their own way, and that includes Ross's driving. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. I mean, they have speed at every single racetrack, no matter what it is. So yeah. they just need to put everything together and not do anything stupid. Yeah, I'm um, putting faith in him by saying him because <laughs> I can see him getting in his own way and then sure. he going like, yeah, we didn't see that coming. But I think he's got the ability. I think it's I possible. Am. All right, David, who's your, your way too early champion pick? I'm going to lock it in with no one other than the hottest driver in motor sports racing today. Kelly Deegan? Number four. Kevin <laughs> Harvick. <laughs> Wow. Haley Deegan is definitely the hottest driver you're right. <laughs> Yo, Katie's there. She's going slap you. Wife agrees. Yeah, oh, I know. She agrees. Katie's nodding her head. I guarantee it. <laughs> so Katie's here. Katie's, Katie also forgot her headphones on this endeavor, so she's uh, she's been here the whole time. And she's been forced to listen to our rambling. Does she, she have a way too early pick for the championship? Pick, pick the 24, Katie. Billiam Byron? That's who she's going with. All right. Okay. Um, I, honestly, it's an interesting pick, David, because I was debating doing the same. Uh, it might be so worth mentioning that my... Here's the thing. <laughs> you, can, you can talk when it's your turn, but uh, Alex, <laughs> right now I'm, I'm letting everybody know my pick and, and then the reasoning why... All right. Hit me. Hit me. Is because in NASCAR, it's not about being fast. It's being fast at the right time. Mm-hmm. And right now... That four is on fire, and I think he's going to carry it, and the car is going to improve and improve and improve. Got a lot of veteran knowledge going on. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes down to it, Harvick's a pretty clean driver, but he is uh, a better bad driver than everybody else. 
So I mean, you're you're if, not wrong. If he decides that he's going to race like like Chastain races, he's better at Chastain at racing like that. Yeah, I respect it. You know, I, I I think you're right. Plus, they're they're now starting to go back to tracks where they have data. So I think there's going to be a little more driver and a little less luck from from the sh- race shop. Yeah, and like, like I said, he's already been pissed off so far. So there is no more giving. He's not going to let guys walk, you know, wreck him. He's not going to let that. He's going to wreck oh, them yeah. first. Absolutely. So, that is why that uh, you're going to see the number four hoisting that big trophy and Man. taking it back to Stuart Haas. Man, talk that. about a swing. Holy smokes, that would be amazing. After how that season started. Uh, it might be worth mentioning our, our way too early predictions that we did before the season started. David picked Alex Bowman. Mitch picked Joseph Logano. And I picked Kevin Harvick. So just just throwing oh, that shoot. out there. Um, I said Joey ain't going to make it now. I know. <laughs> You're uh, not wrong. You're not wrong. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. But you never know. Um, as far as picks, I, I, I was uh, a little on the fence, but just to be different because you guys already picked a couple of guys I was thinking about, I'm going to go Tyler Reddick. The guy's hot. He he got the first win. He got the second win shortly after. He's got speed. Um, I think it's Tyler Reddick is a shoo-in. I like it. I think it's solid. I, I really like the Harvick pick, honestly. That that would probably be my 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 number two pick. So. Uh, hey, shoot. so I guess with with all this way too early, what is the uh, way too early snack of a champion that your mother will make after he wins the championship? Oh man, a championship has to be like a peanut fl- butter pie or something. Like a fleet pie. of pies. That's more than one party. pie. That's like multiple pies. A catered pool party sounds about right. A I think that's pool definitely party. right. I'm in. in in the middle of November too. Like, <laughs> in in central Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll fly down to, to, to Florida where uh, no one's at. We'll hey, hey, now we're talking. Come on down. Hey, right after that, hang out till Daytona. There we go. I, I really actually am considering going to 500 or just being down there for speed weeks or something, but I don't know. That's, yeah. Something about yeah. Daytona in February is just very appealing. Yeah. Especially when your alternative is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. It's absolutely disgusting. I a thousand. Me. I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah, don't remind you. It's at least less miserable now because it's not winter. But you got two months, dude. It's coming. Oh, I know. I'm just trying to savor every last minute we're getting right now of mm-hmm. not miserable. enjoy the last month of summer. Yep. Fall hits. I love fall. Fall's perfect in PA, and then winter hits, and it's all death. Hey, I have a question <laughs> for you guys. I don't know how far we are into the season technically in terms of races. I've not paid attention to that, but let's just assume this is like kind of halfway or something. Well, yeah, basically is. Yeah. So how does this season rank? And I'm not asking this because I have an answer. So I actually haven't watched a lot of NASCAR except during the COVID shortened season, which we all know is kind of weird. Sure. I only watched that because it was Jimmy Johnson's final season and I had nothing better to do, but (laughs) fair. um, Like most of us, but as far as like the last five or couple of years, how does this season stack up in your mind and in your memory compared to the rest of the uh, like the last five or so? I mean, transparently, I think this is the best season we've seen in a long time. Uh, you know, with with the multiple different players, the diversity, the schedule, not knowing what you're going into with a lot of the weekends. 
uh, I think, I mean, there's been a, a couple that are snoozers, but I mean, you're, that's, you're just going to have that. I, I, there's, I think keep going. Yeah. what's that? I was going to say, keep going. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 you're fine. I just, just to say, I, I think this is the best season in my immediate memory that I can remember. Um, you know, I know we had a couple bangers in the, in the mid two thousands, early two thousands and, uh, and, and even the late, you know, the early 2010s were, were pretty good, but yeah. I think this is the best we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. Um, like you said, like the 2000s, there were, there were just the whole decade was great. But um, I really think in the last five years, there's more unpredictability this year than there has ever has uh, have been in, in the Cup Series in a while. And I think it's because of the new car and a lot of people are just trying to figure it out. But sure. um, even like, you know, Michael McDowell has nine top tens this year. <laughs> that front row right. team would get like one or one win, one or two wins in the last fifteen years in the Cup Series, and maybe four or five top tens total. You know. Yep. But nine in one season, we're only halfway through. It's like you didn't get that with the old car. The five fifty package sucked. So those last three years were terrible. Sure. And um, so Nolan, you didn't really miss much. <laughs> like <laughs> That's honestly, accurate. you literally came into this, like and started watching again like at the perfect time because. I don't know if it's going to be like this next year because this is still be the second year with this car, but I, I do think it's still going to be like a more competitive field because we have so many young talent. So much there's a generation switch right now, and you're, you know, <laughs> we don't know who's going to go pop off in the next five years. Like sure. Reddit could be that next twenty thirty win driver. I don't know, or it could be a five win driver. Danny Hamlin thinks he is. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah clearly I mean, he's, he's investing <laughs> in them, and Chase Briscoe could pop off. Like I don't know who. I don't know who's going to be it, so it's going to be fun. Or it could be the next guy. Just kidding. Maybe, maybe if he got a better team, but I, which I, I still, I still see that as a potential. It's going to have to happen if uh, he wants to pop off. I guess it, it could definitely happen. I mean, just the the fact that FRM is running with a lot of Gibbs cars and races. You know, that's something that we've literally never seen. Um, you know, Todd Gilliland finished top five last week and ran top 10 almost the whole race. I mean, that, that kind of stuff is just cool to me. You know, that's, that's something that we've never in my memory seen. Yeah, man. My reason for asking is because I really only have memories of like the late 2000s, you know, as Jimmy Johnson dominated. <laughs> yeah, right. Years. <laughs> it wasn't and- <laughs> it was because I was a Jimmy Johnson. Exactly. I know, but not for me. <laughs> not for the rest of us. <laughs> it was like Jimmy or Kyle Bush. I'm like, oh, oh, run me through a wall. Yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I caught on to him for the record. I caught on to him about the same way I caught on to Ross. It was like right before he started succeeding, like 2003. I was just like, hey, that guy's pretty good. I became a fan. Yep. So. But yeah, I just have that to compare it to those years. And although those years are like monumental and great, there's something really like a grandeur about those years. Stands were still packed, you know. Um, yeah, I will say this: this racing this year, I feel like every week there's a storyline, even when the races suck, and like it's not fabricated. I think it's genuinely been good, and I, I don't know. I'm pretty happy about. It. I'm very excited for the second half of the season. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I think playoffs are going to be just insane, like completely insane. Um, what What do you think, yeah. David? Yeah, I uh, I think I'm right there with you guys on the, you know, I love that there has been a dominant car. You know, we had Larson dominate. We had Harvick dominate. 
we had Jace dominate, so it's kind of nice to have it, you know, as you know, a downfall of capitalism, I guess. <laughs> what? This is socialist NASCAR. <laughs> Basically, and we are enjoying it, so I guess, I guess we have to reevaluate everything in life. Um, no, I I do really enjoy it. Um, love that you know you can have a veteran driver take turn four and completely completely miss it on a track that they've been driving for twenty years. So I agree. I think it just adds more drama, more more entertainment to the sport, which is what they need to yeah. keep things going, to get the, the better sponsorships, to allow these cars to actually be able to afford to do everything. So. Yeah. Oh, and also, I, said I took note that I was thinking earlier, but I didn't really uh, say is with the whole Gibbs uh, Bush scenario, if he can't find a primary sponsor, you know that Monster is beating down the door for that job. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so they're not going to get behind the 18 with Bush driving it, but I guarantee you, you put Gibbs in that 18. It's going to have a monster logo on it for the next 40 years. Yep. A, a thousand percent yes. I, I mean, the, the the sponsor is locked as far as I'm concerned. Yep. But that, 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 that's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> I have to about... <laughs> so, do you think RFK adds a third car next year and hires Corey LaJoy? Uh, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy to have another mediocre driver and a mediocre car, but I don't think I don't think they will. Screw you, Dave. I was gonna say Brad can lose to one more of his drivers. Then <laughs> the whole charge system's whack, though. I don't know how it's gonna be possible, but yeah. But I, mean, I will say this: I think with the uh, amount of popularity that the Joy has gotten this year, I think that that's doubled, tripled. Yeah, I think if he can keep marketing himself the way he is. He might not be far off from being an Andrew driver. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you know, he may be able to sell himself more sponsors and up Spire's game. I mean, worst yeah. case, I mean, Spire could get on the level of an FRM or, or an RFK next year. If he doesn't have part failures, he's 80% chance of getting a top 20. So yeah. he's 11 for 14. Which, let's compare it to Balicki. I mean, he's outperforming his team. Balicki's a choke. (laughs) I think if if Byron don't step it up here, they might not have a... If it's popular, they've been okay, but if you're not showing much in this new car, that means that you don't have much for the future of NASCAR, so... Well, there's there's rumors that the 48 might not have a ride. Like, Bowman might be out of a ride soon. I don't understand how that's even logical. Didn't DBC say that? No. I heard the rumor, but Bowman is signed through next year. I mean, I guess they could always I mean, break after contract. That. But... I mean, after that. Oh. Like, he's on the hot seat, apparently. And, like, yeah. for who? Noah Gregson? Well, I think the big rumor like, is Gregson's going to the 42, though. Why would you want to go there? I mean... I don't know. I mean, I Eric guess. Jones is running decent. <laughs> he is. That's true. I just feel like there's always one car runs good, and then the other car kind of just rides. You know, yeah. I don't know how the, I don't know how logistics are with that. Right. I don't know if they're actually putting it in 100 percent on both ends, or I don't know. I mean, Ty Dillon got 14 today, which surprised me. Yeah, with this track. 
I mean, honestly, I'd still love to see Colleg just take two full-time cup cars and put Noah in one of them. Yeah, he ran good today. So, the yeah. crab walk. The crab walk. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> that crazy was the looking. That's the worst one I've ever seen. Dude, that happens on iRacing a lot. Like, really? Uh, oh, yeah. And it's... One time my, my mod was like that. I modified. I still raced it and I got a top five. But it's because there was only eight cars in the field. But I was just like... <laughs> Now so. that's funny. Well, I think that that uh, wraps up a good episode here. It was good uh, catching up with you guys again. Hopefully, we can do this a little more consistently. Uh, yeah. Even if we're doing it uh, team FaceTime world, I, I think it's cool still having the little get together. But definitely excited to be back in the studio fighting with David. You know. You know, if we yeah. do it like this, we should uh, we should put this on YouTube, like live stream it. Well, we thought of that. But there's a there's a guy in this chat. That I don't know if he can <laughs> tell it to himself. Yeah, he, I'm not the one who said it. He's the one who said it. But I had it's that very well. fair. I was like, uh, he's like, oh, I don't know if I could be PG. We have to re, you know. And I, I 100. We got to be careful. But yeah, Maybe he's just worried about losing his 72 versions. <laughs> My 72 versions. It's okay, Mitch. You will be fine. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I don't work in this sport anymore, so plus you, you shave, so you don't look like it as much anymore. No, I do. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to <laughs> TBD on the uh, YouTube live streaming of the Racing Addicts. We need to play you the uh, unedited version of some of these shows, Nolan, so that you can properly appreciate. <laughs> What normally happens? I've heard yeah. her outtakes. Oh, that's true. You have. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. The editing, Alex, is basically just a bag of, you know. <laughs> edit. There we go. Edit, 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 edit. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> that sounded just like the sample. You did that yeah. perfectly. Canceled. Because yeah, I said it over this. What the hell? <laughs> Slide job. Slide job. Oh, did you guys hear uh, Dale's crackle today? No. When the, tw- when the twenty got in a wreck, he's like, "Oh, it's like, like you like if you have to play it back, you'll hear his emotions." It was like uh, he was getting excited, wasn't he? Yeah, he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, he was, <laughs> the one in the twenty he was like all freaking out. Uh, I love it. I love authentic Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like, I'll take it every day. Dude, Rockcast was great today. No Rick Allen. I like Rick, but I mean, it was. Uh, yeah. I felt very Is he doing the indie broadcast or something? I don't know. I think they just rotate because like Dale was out of the booth on Saturday. That's true. R- yeah. Rick was in, so they just kind of like flop. They do different rotations. I know the NBC does it. I so I Dale said it. he wasn't doing any more Xfinity races. I know he feels biased doing them because his team's yeah, kicking butt. He said, yeah, Rick, I agree. In the off season, he said something about how he, he said it straight with NBC where he's not going to do the. He'll do the in the the interviews, but he doesn't want to be uh, commentating or play by play. Right, no, I agree. Which is fair because JRM has won like half the races this year. Well, what if he has a cup team? He wants a cup team. Like, what if? What? I think he just has to get over it at that point. Yeah. Once he really see, think he has one if he gets one next year or the next the following. I mean, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon did it for how long? Well, it's true. Well, don't remind us. Yeah. So if 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 this new Jeff Burton, his son does not, I guess that that talk about him, so that works out. Uh, just whenever he wrecks. 
There's no success to be biased about. <laughs> hey, you finished 32nd today instead of 34th. That was a good day. Good job, son. Good job, son. <laughs> However he talks. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. They're just, just playing Ross Chastain for the record. It's, like, it's, okay. Ross, Chast- it's Ross Chastain's fault that he can't finish in the top twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never mind that they're top running 30. twenty-four positions apart from each other. <laughs> Ross is battling for the lead, and Harrison's trying to stay one lap down. He lapped him too aggressively. <laughs> it's something like that. Oh my gosh! All right, well, it was a great, uh, great recording with you guys again, and uh, looking forward to next time and. Uh, Let's uh, let's get some Richmond action going here. Hell yeah, boys! I'll see you guys soon. And good. I can't wait till Daytona. It's gonna be fun. Yes, yeah, it'll be fun. It's gonna be Make a good party. <laughs> let's go, Blaney. <laughs> let's go, Blaney. <laughs> All right, have a good weekend, guys. Hala. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>